What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the underground for a new year of January. Um, if you didn't catch our last episode, we did our best of 2023 on January 1st, which was kind of fun to do, I think. Um, we didn't get to do that last year. I think we had to wait an extra week or so um, before we got to talk about it for some reason. I don't remember what it was. Maybe we just took the week off. Um, yeah, what was it? Yeah. But uh, we're back this week uh, celebrating 8K subs on YouTube, and we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the movies that are coming out in the new year, 2024. Uh, and also this, uh, I guess you can call it a movie, this movie that Joseph forced me to watch. Hey, our first movie of 2024, oh, starting off with a bang. Starting off strong. Unintended. I, uh, right before we started this, I clicked, um, Film Threat was talking about this movie Night Swim that I'd seen some previews for. It's like a Blumhouse uh, about like a haunted pool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And, you know, I was like, so for those of you that aren't aware, and I don't know how anyone isn't at this point, but if you don't know, January is typically the month where studios dump all of their really bad movies. So stuff that they just don't think can compete the rest of the year. A lot of that gets dumped into January as just like fodder. Um, I don't know if there's like a tax write-off for like the year. Like something goes on with January where it's like we got to get all this out before, you know, so that maybe we can write these off or something. I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but it is it has been known forever uh, as just... January is when all of the terrible stuff hits theaters, um, and it's not surprising. And so, uh, this movie we'll talk about later, the the Brick Layer, <laughs> golly, oh my gosh, uh, that sad. that came out uh, this month, um, and we're gonna talk. Uh, or and then I was just talking about Night Swim that came out on the fifth. I, I I didn't realize it was out already. Um, and then one that uh, there's a Jason Statham movie coming out. Uh, I think this weekend called the beekeeper. The beekeeper. On the so I don't know what's with this like the title of the or like the the job of the character is the title of the movie and it somehow fits into this. It's just like uh, you. I don't know if you remember this, but there was this old uh, South Park joke about Rob Schneider. And how like every every movie that Rob Schneider starred in was was always like, uh, you know, Rob Schneider is the burp derp or what you know the stapler right. or whatever it was. That's what a lot of these action movies are starting to feel <laughs> like. You know, it's like the bricklayer, the okay. beekeeper, and you're like, what is this? Well, here I'm fine with it, but I want like. And we'll get into it more, but like with the beekeeper, I want to see, uh, you know, the everyday items a beekeeper uses and interacts with. I want them to be used in the combat. Some yeah, if it's like, if like it's lean into it. Okay, yeah, if it's like schlocky, the problem is that's not typically the case. They they use this like really schlocky title and concept but then they don't want to lean into it and they, yep. they it, it's not um it's not self-aware like it needs to be exactly you know like i violent like, uh, violent nights probably at least a decent example of that that movie yep. kind of knew what it was um, yeah definitely better than this one and i saw silent yeah. night let me just go ahead and tell you the Bricklayer is better than Silent Night. Oh, that's bad. I still, I'll still watch Silent Night eventually. I'm sure it'll be on streaming at some point. Um, because I, I just need to see it for myself. But I don't, yeah, I don't know how it's on not that. on streaming already. <laughs> it just came and went, dude. It had no buzz, no anything. And it's so interesting that like that and Godzilla minus one were released pretty close together. Yeah. And minus one is this modern classic at this point um yeah. people are constantly talking about it you know anytime i talk about movies with anyone i'm like listen when you get an opportunity you need to see minus one you need to watch it yeah. um whereas the you know silent night is the exact opposite where 
it was like, oh, that, you know, it had some buzz when the trailer came out. It's like, oh, that seems kind of interesting. And then we didn't really go see it, but nobody who saw it or nobody saw it. I don't, I don't really know which one it is. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. And Both. that was it. It was done. Yeah, man. Freaking, uh, I saw Silent Night and let me just tell you, when you watch it, I really just hope you enjoy that act too. Uh, I, I really do. Is it, is act two, is act, second act bad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, act one, two, and three are both bad. Uh, okay. <laughs> They're all bad. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Act two is just the worst. Okay. Uh... But, yeah, I don't know what it is with these movies not being self-aware, like The Bricklayer, yeah. for example. And I just think, like, as you said, they really need to uh, lean into what their concept more. Yeah, and just execute it well. Yeah, and that's you know, oh, and just the sad state of a lot of movies. I, I saw too. It was interesting because uh, you mentioned film threat, and before we started uh, today, I was listening to their thoughts on Leave the World Behind, and they both ended yeah. up liking the movie. I'm like, how? What? I thought it was pure dog crap. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like the the worst. Um, uh, two hours. Uh, wasted in a while for myself. I so. guess I'll have to. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch the movie. I have no. I, I didn't have any interest of it to begin with. Um, and, and to be honest, man, it's fine. I mean, I think that's like film threat or somebody else having a uh, an issue with uh, or like not liking something or liking something. And I'm like, I don't understand how you like that. It's not gonna keep me from not listening to them. What the thing about that exactly. is, it's when it becomes this this constant, where it's just like, okay, that is just not. I I hate to say like, oh, it's not a valid opinion, but it's okay. It's kind of like when we uh, we uh, the stuff that I've talked to you about with the these what people are doing on Twitter now. Excuse me, on X, where they're um. They're just making these, uh, like trolly statements about, um, let's take a movie that's just like very popular, you know, like someone getting on there who's got like a pretty big platform or whatever, and they're like, oh, I need to get engagement today, so they're like, Lord of the Rings isn't as good as you guys think that it is. Yes, and yep. you're just like, all right, first of all, it's cool if you don't like it, like that's cool, but. It's obvious what you're trying to do here because there's no nuance to this. You know? It's it's the difference of being like if you and I were to have a discussion and you're like, well, I wish they had put Tom Bombadil into uh, Fellowship. And I was like, well, it would kill the pacing. You know? Or like if we were having some sort of discussions about a specific piece of the movie that like works hey, or doesn't are you work. There? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Is something wrong? Something just happened. Are you... Are you good? Everything looks fine on my end. Joseph? I think we've lost Joseph, guys. Hey, Hello, Jenna. It's good to see you. Hey. Hi. Sorry. Are you okay? I don't know what happened, but my freaking uh, headphones just, like, all I heard was static and it cut out. Oh, that's weird. Are you good now? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's I just I, I don't know, man. Maybe I, I don't know what it is, but I I just I, I it's funny. I I've gotten to the point now. I I'm borderline ready to just like get off of X for a while. Um because I I I find it pretty useless at this point. Um I'm not finding good news. Um the nuance is kind of gone. Like nuance used to be one of those things that you could find in like similar circles with us. But now everyone's just like, post a movie that has an explosion in it. And then it's just like a thread of people doing that. Uh, and then it's like, um, man, what was, there was one the other day that I was like, uh, do you remember what it was? Because I sent it to you before I, I like muted and unfollowed whoever it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know exactly. Because that's exactly what I was just thinking about. I'm about to pull it up right now. And it was something regarding... Oh, what was it? I'll find it. Oh yeah, you're good. They Sandy, said the, Sandy the said this. Person said Star Wars is stupid. Oh, or it was like, yeah, was it something about the original trilogy or whatever? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, it's Tim Pool, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if we rag on him. I mean, he's never going to invite us on his show, and it's not. <laughs> I don't think I'd go. Well, he's not going to invite you now. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But yeah, it's just it's like oh yeah, Star Wars or it's like Star Wars isn't as good as you think it is, or he said Star Wars is stupid or whatever. And then it's it's one of those things. It's like oh, okay, cool, dude. Like, and you know, someone in there would be like, oh well, uh everything but the original trilogy is stupid see i fixed it for you but i know that he's just there trying to to get engagement from people yep you know that's exactly what happened with adam krigler's his um tweet about the extended lord of the rings aren't better than the original cut um oh yeah that is such a that is a terrible it's not objectively (laughs) it's not it is isn't. It is just a farm engagement and trying yeah. to lose uh, Elon Musk dollars. That's all that is for. Yeah, because you want you want people to be like, you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. Someone, you know, people are writing threads under your thing. Yeah, because yeah, you're trying to build engagement that way. Yeah, and I hate it. And it's it just feels really fake. Um, Disingenuous. Yeah, and people just aren't. There aren't as many people posting interesting things on there anymore. And I'm really just tired of it. So yeah. I, I think yeah. one of. I completely see what you're saying. And one of the things, you know, uh, regarding film threat and their alternative view from how I watch uh, Leave the World Behind is that with those guys, you can have an actual nuanced conversation and it's not going to boil into, or well, you're an idiot. Well, you're a doofus. You know what I mean? It's going to be active. Oh, you saw it this way. Explain yourself. And they're going to explain themselves. And that's one of the things that uh, Alan from Film Threat pointed out with Leave the World Behind is... Uh, that it it's a movie that uh, causes a lot of conversation um, and that people had different vantage points for watching it. I just don't agree with how they saw it. And that's yeah. fine. That, you know, that's going to happen with yeah. people. But, yep. you know, they're not putting stuff out to be disingenuous. And then they're also not rage baiting. They're just sincerely breaking Yeah, down. they're just talking about the movies and breaking stuff down and you know yeah. it's kind of it's it, you know everyone was mad at me last week when i was like john Wick four kind of sucks um and uh you know they're like what how can you uh, you know and it's just like well staircase guys <laughs> i mean there's yeah. other stuff besides I mean, that that's but, just a prime example of david being wrong and that's okay <laughs> david can be wrong <laughs> no i mean i just i don't think it's uh, a very well-built movie you know yeah, I mean, I agree. my action scenes. <laughs> that's like that's the argument that you get from people yeah. when you talk about that. Oh well, well, well I mean, this thing was John cool. Wick You're like, okay, is like, you know, the gold standard in comparison to the Bricklayer, John Wick Four. Excuse me. I, I guess so. I mean, I, I do you want to just talk about the Bricklayer now, and then we can because I don't want to talk about it for too long. Can we just kind of yeah, run, we can go ahead and run through it and then and then yeah. we'll talk about uh the movies coming out this year because i have a hollywood reporter article up that ha- it's the most anticipated releases of 2024 and there's some interesting ones on here so i really want to get to it um but yeah man i, I mean like i don't I, yes john wick 4 and compared to the bricklayer ha- has like more going for it because uh the the people directing john wick in general know how to put together action scenes Yep. Um, so congr- at least that. At least they know how to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, I think too, narratively speaking, writing wise, it's also. I mean, there's uh, not. There's. Come on, man. I mean, the narrative in John Wick <laughs> is. Come on. In comparison to Bricklayer. It, uh, yeah. Well, sure. In comparison, but it's the like execution. So, let me phrase like this: the execution of the narrative. Uh, let me say and, say this about the the Bricklayer. I, well, we should we should mention so so. Uh, let me see if I can put together some sort of summary of this in my head real quick. Yeah. Um, I already have a summary. If but you. but the the bricklayer is essentially a movie about the CIA calling up a masonry uh, professional who used to work for them, who for some reason for re- literally like for reasons wanted to uh, to be- to like he does like masonry work in his like spare time because it calms him down or something. <laughs> it's so stupid saying it out loud holy smokes um yeah so That's he literally it just calms him down yeah and uh, that and jazz uh right yeah there, there's all this stuff um and he goes on uh, to to uh um uh 
Thessaloniki, which I didn't realize. Is that how you say that? Is that? I, I was just calling it Thessalonica. See, that's what I was calling it, but it looks like you're supposed to pronounce it Niki and not Nika. Um, not that it really matters. Uh, but he goes to he basically goes to Greece because he finds someone that he used to be friends with, but who was also like an assassin slash informant uh, because he's killing journalists, and then. There's some fighting and some espionage and some backstabbing and a lot of really bad editing and sound mixing. Uh, and oh, then the, the movie ends. So horrible. Dude, it's it. really bad. It's but, it's yeah. it's That's worse. That's pretty much a good summary. Yeah, it's movie. worse I mean, in it's, some places than others. Um, yeah. But it's it's a very bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, you know, as David said, this retired CIA agent gets reluctantly pulled from retirement to help the CIA find a foreign adversary who is that used to be an informant for them as well. Yeah. Who is framing the CIA for the murder of various foreign journalists in an effort to bring down the CIA and cause America's allies to declare war on, I don't know necessarily America, but on the CIA and just get them out. Yeah. Um, but, and I say like, uh, you know, in this a retired CIA agent is, you know, a, a bricklayer. Uh, just for reasons that, you know, it, it has form and functionality. A, a brick has form and functionality, which gives him peace. And it, I, I say I, reluctantly, I, I, he's supposed to be reluctantly, but he gives in quickly. He's like, okay. Dude, he like, he said that at the end of the movie when he was like, oh, it has like form and functionality and I know how they work or something like that. And I was like, someone wrote that and was actually like, this is awesome. <laughs> Someone who took Dude, intro and, to philosophy yeah, 101. And Nina Dobrev, her her character looks at him and is just like, yeah, I get it. And it's <laughs> like, oh, uh, dude. I, I think the problem is, right, is like, um, you look at a, you look at something like Nobody, because that's kind of where I saw a lot of similarities, I guess. You have your, like, retired agent, CIA or otherwise, who kind of gets pulled back in. Um, and that's kind of where the comparison stopped between the two. Because where nobody ha is like a very well-paced um, action movie, this is not. And there's a lot of wasted time. And it's almost got a two-hour runtime. And I was just like, oh, man. And I was trying to like give it... I, I think I go into most movies and it's like maybe the first 20 minutes or so I'm like trying to stay invested um and then after a while you're like okay like what what are we doing like what where is where am I supposed to kind of be invested in in what's happening right and it and it, it felt like it took too long and they were still into it felt like they were still introducing characters uh pretty late into it you know like his his sort of old love interest um just randomly comes up and i, yeah. I remember pausing in the movie and it was it had to be after the hour mark i'm like oh gosh i didn't see how long the movie was before uh you know watching it yeah and um dude i paused it and i was like oh crap i have another hour to go yeah yeah so it's it's man it's just another forgettable it's just another forgettable action film it's it it's really not is. it's not stupid enough to be like you need to watch this because of how stupid it is. Um, it takes itself way too seriously. Um, and and it's and it's not it's definitely that with the bricklayer and the moniker they were going you know that thought they were going to go so with lame dude. But it's that it's just not executed well at all narratively. Yeah. Uh, you know character development. Let's see the. The fight I, choreography. Yeah, I the guess combat, there's character development in it. I, I mean, I maybe guess. a little. It's here and there, but I, I, I don't... What would you say was developed? So, I was really trying to think about it. Nina Dobrev realized that the CIA sucks and that she shouldn't work for them. Yep. So that is character development. <laughs> um. Uh, Aaron Eckhart his character was pretty static through the whole movie. Mm -hmm. uh, he found out that his ex-girlfriend 
was a baddie. But like he doesn't, yeah, like and he, was like the Aaron, only person Aaron Eckhart's, he trusted, so did they. yeah, the, that's what he said. I'm like, that's titular, a lie. You trust Patricio, and you trusted this person. It's not the only person you trusted. I guess, yeah. I anyway, he, yeah. The, I, I mean, no, there really wasn't any. I mean, I don't other like Nino Dobrov. So I think in a movie like this, she is the character that is supposed to have like the big story arc, and you can have a character like. Um, Aaron Eckhart's who yeah, is pretty static. static he's he's you know he's in sort of uh the latter years of his life they're bringing him back in he's pretty much developed into who he's going to be like there's not going to be a ton of change maybe he his heart softens a little bit something like that you know but he's pretty much going to stay static through the whole movie and and she's the person that you're supposed to be seeing everything through uh like through her eyes like she's the character uh, that the audience is supposed to attach themselves to, but then she disappears for like twenty minutes because he leaves her behind, and then she like, you know, she shows back up. There's a lot of convenient. Like it's just one of those things that they. It, it's it, a very convenient movie. Yeah, that you can see where the the writers were like, well, we need this to happen. So like, how does that happen? And it's like, oh, this. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, did they ever show any of that? Like. Was there ever a moment where you got to see, like, if you were paying close enough attention? And I, I mean, it's another movie that I'll never go back and watch, so I don't, I don't care enough to to know or to to check for myself. But like, did she slip like uh, the little tracker like under his collar, or was that just something that they said happened because they needed the plot to move forward? And there's a lot of that that happens through there, and then oh, yeah. plenty of plot armor in the in ways that you're like, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I saw. I, I noticed that uh, convenient. You know, to try and explain how this happened, I'm like, is was this a reshoot or, yeah. you know, why didn't you just show this? Um, All right, just really, not well done. It's a very, it's very formulaic and deri- derivative. There's no originality. Uh, I really want to talk about. I don't know how much of this you want to talk about, but my favorite scene that I just died laughing. Okay, so two scenes that I died laughing in. The first one, I don't know if you remember when they're coming, when they're uh, happen to be meeting each other out of the air hangar and they're walking to the aircraft. And I don't remember the lines exactly, but they're they're going back and forth and they're so just generic and no. It's almost like you have a computer voice having a reason. <laughs> it's, it's that bad. I'm pretty sure uh, there was actual dialogue put in like that afterwards there was some weird there was definitely like i was talking about before with the sound mixing there was definitely some weird sound mixing going there yeah i remember just most of it is like man they just all seem like they are not interested in being here like her her boss at the cia he was just like you're going on a mission and we're bringing in this guy and you, you know this is what's happening and i was like Oh, I was like, and that's when I I was very much in the mindset of like, because we hadn't talked about it. I was like, I really hope Joseph didn't think this was good. <laughs> um, what was the second one? Okay, so the the funniest one to me was, do you remember when they get back to Patricio's warehouse? Spoilers, by the way. Yes. I, uh, no, dude, no one's watching this. No one has heard until you brought this up. No one had heard of this movie. No one. <laughs> Okay, so I will say what it, happened, it's, but it, if you someone know, remember gets that, mad, <laughs> go, go ahead. Sorry, you remember that lower level gangster? Uh, I can't remember yeah, his name, yeah, but yeah, anyway, whatever. He ends it up doesn't matter. <laughs> getting uh, Nina Dobrev's character and having her there, like in the middle, uh, like office area. Yeah, and and Aaron's character, what's his name, Dale, is on the uh, uh, the passenger train that's also in the warehouse in front of the office, and he just happens to uh, find a bomb. Uh, that's conveniently there oh, well, underneath one of the. That was that was the one that she grabbed. She got. That was, oh, so okay. This I is didn't part, piece that together. Yeah. So this is part of, and this is why because the editing in it is really bad. Okay. It's it's like take. I don't know if you've ever seen that this famous uh, scene from Taken Three. That's like twenty, um, cuts of uh, Liam Neeson jumping over a fence. It's it's really bad. That's a lot of the action in this. And I started kind of looking at it and I went, oh, cut, 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 
cut. Yep. Serious. Uh, and, and like they were just cutting and cutting. There was there's literally a a scene right before that where he he's going through that train. I I think and. Uh, it's like cutting and cutting back to the person that he's fighting and then they're shooting at each other and uh, at, at some point it cuts and he's like mounted himself up in the door frame and shoots the guy and i was like how did he get there <laughs> you know Dude, the- there's a uh, there's another scene in that part to where he's kind of behind that that office coming around the side yeah and a, as soon as when it cuts back it literally looks like the director like the second after the director yelled action that's how badly it was cut. <laughs> the the scene but no so so this gangster has nina right and yeah so vel has the the bomb and they exchange words and for some reason the gangster's like okay i'll release nina and let her go why who Be- knows? just because they have to move he, the movie forward you know yeah yeah because he has all the power in that situation yeah and uh you know nina's like i don't want to leave you and vel's like no just go and so she kicks rocks <laughs> um, and Vail uh, says something to gangster guy, and then he just <laughs> throw. Mind you, <laughs> he he has like three to five guns aiming at him, at least three. Yeah, with the lasers on his uh, chest as well. So you see, hey, they got they got the goods on him. He he can't get out of this situation. That's the tension they're trying to build, which epically fails. And uh, he throws he just really fast throws the bomb and then it cuts to another scene of him diving out of the way and shooting and then the bomb explodes and that's how he gets out Um, yeah that's the only way they would have actually they couldn't have done a one take of that because it would have looked really awkward i mean it already did but they had to have the shot of him throwing it they had to cut and then they're like okay now we need you to jump to the right and fire at the same time and that's the only way they were going to be able to work that out (laughs) and then Um, it shows the freaking uh, garage, whatever warehouse, uh, garage door opens, and he says to Nina, "I told, I told you to wait for me at the hotel." Yeah, I was just dying, just especially so at the weird. end when he gave his um the the bricklayer line. Yeah. Oh, oh at the beginning God, too, dude. he comes in and he's like, oh, "I'm the bricklayer," and I just literally went, "Dude, they call themselves Masons." <laughs> They, Dude, it was great too. He's not gonna How, come when he in got and say shot that. in the gut. There was hardly any bleeding. Oh yeah, he's and like as totally soon as fine. He got shot. Oh. The rain started falling, uh, and then scene. one of the guys he throws the the construction helmet, right, the hard hat. Yeah, and the guy, well, like, you would imagine these people have some, you know, s- some sort of skills. And yeah, he throws the hard hat on the ground, mind you, people, and the guy just shoots the hard hat for no reason. Like you could obviously tell there's. It, it, yeah, he's like, oh, like, a hard hat. Yeah, it's dude, it's really bad. The scene that got me, that made me laugh the most, is at the end when uh, you, you find out like his ex girlfriend or whatever is the one that betray- was like the mole or whatever, and uh, you know she's leaves. Somehow he's got <clears throat> she, you know, she never looked through all of his records in the years that he's been gone to find the like plastic explosive or whatever that was in one of the the record <laughs> in one of the records, and then um. He, he's going out the window and it explodes and he falls down and he it's like oh no he's stuck and here comes Nina Dobrev and she like shoots and shoots and and her and the ex gets hit right and so she's getting she's driving at them and and Nina Dobrev is like firing at her and uh she gets hit a couple times and she's like ah uh, uh, until she gets hit in the head and I, I dude it looked so bad Dude, I thought it was great how his oh, lover, man. whatever his name was, in that scene had him dead to rights, had the gun. And just, why didn't she just go ahead and shoot him? Yeah, oh, because she still has feelings for him, but then she's willing to run him over 10 seconds later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's willing to let his men, her men, excuse me, yeah. kill him. And then the next scene, run him over. <laughs> All right. All right, let, we can move on. Now. I can't believe you made me watch that. <laughs> I didn't make you do anything. Yeah, I just you asked did. You. You said, dude, I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> Two-Face in this movie. Yeah, it's... So, I, I would say this isn't... Well, I don't know. D- Nina Dobrev does not make very good decisions with the movie selections. Um, I I feel like she's an alright actress. I don't know if I would say good. But I think she could do better than this. <laughs> and she, she needs... To probably fire whoever is getting her these roles. <laughs> Unless she doesn't yeah. care. Unless at this point it's just, well, I kind of like doing this. I have some name recognition. Uh, I'm just going to keep making, like, 
kind of these mid-tier movies or whatever. Uh, maybe she's trying to pull a Nicolas Cage, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about 2024 release calendar for movies. Let's I ha- do it. I have a list uh, brought to you by The Hollywood Reporter. Um, this is the are most anticipated. List or are you keeping it to thyself? Uh, I'm just gonna read them off. I don't. Okay. I don't think it's really important to to put it up there. Uh, I'm. Not, I don't want to mess with OBS right now. I've I've already had enough trouble tonight with it. That's fine. Um, but I'll read them off, and you can kind of we can talk about the ones we think are worth talking about. But this says this year has just one Marvel Studios release, Deadpool three, which I'm pretty sure isn't coming out. This year, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's coming out this year. Everyone keeps I saying that it is, but we're just gonna go. Let's just go with the assumption is is that everything on the list is supposed to come out this year. We'll just, you know, um, and one DC film, Joker, Fale Adu. Uh, okay, but there are new horror entries: Saw Eleven, and Epics, Dune Two, and Gladiator Two. <laughs> Um, so that's the little like line underneath the uh, the title. Um, let's see. So uh, first on their list is Mean Girls, January twelfth. Ready to go see that? Um, I don't understand why this was getting a remake. One, and why the remake is going to theaters. Why would they put this in theater? Like, Well, I know the first movie is a cult movie. Oh, it's a cult classic. Has, yeah. Yeah, it has a, a huge following. I mean, that's why. I think I would argue that it's actually a pretty good movie. The first one? The only one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty funny. Um, I remember going to see it and being kind of shocked with how good it was. Um and so I, it's so weird to me that and I that they're doing this. Um Yeah, I mean, I guess it, for me it was more so <laughs> I agree with you. Why is there be a remake instead of a maybe a second one if you're going to do one? I mean, uh, yeah, I don't I know. know. A, a remake just seems they probably would make more money if they just re-released Mean Girls in theaters on January twelfth for like a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably right. They probably make more money if they did it for like a weekend. I just, I, I this is one of those ones that's like, I've I haven't heard any buzz around it. Uh, you know, it, it just it's like why? Who cares? Um, yeah. All right. Uh, it does say that though, that this is the the mu the movie musical adapts the Broadway musical adaptation of the 2004 movie. Don't you like that sentence? Yeah, um, I love it. Yeah, a Gen Z take on the high school movie classic starring original Broadway star Renee Rapp and some other people. I guess John Hamm's in it too. Um, this just it just hurts my brain, dude. We're like, oh, we need to do Mean Girls again for Gen Z. It's like. Can y'all just... Okay, there wasn't a Mean Girls for, uh, like, Gen X, and then it was adapted for Millennials. Make something new. Like, you you had movies like uh, like Heather's, Mean Girls. Um, I'm drawing a blank. There's another one that's in the back of my mind that I can't... Uh, I can't quite remember. But, like, the, the genre isn't... The genre of, like, high school... Uh, like popular crowd mean girl types well it's not just mean girls like you can do that for gen z if you want to like you could write a movie about that it's not it's not like it's a we're not talking about dune you know what i mean this isn't a big like epic it's okay we we want to do a movie that speaks to you know, the generation that is now in their, like, early to mid-twenties or whatever. We want to do it in the vein of Mean Girls. How do we make that happen, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
create something new and original. Yeah. And it's it's weird and that they're just a, like, nah, let's just beans. do this. And it's fine too, like to have nods and inspiration from Mean Girls, right? There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Uh, implement that in your original story, but yeah, I don't know. I was kind of like, eh, I don't really care so much to to see the the remake, but I probably will. Um. Also coming out on January twelfth, the Book of Clarence, um, <laughs> the Jay Z backed. Uh, biblical times who takes his cues from the new messiah and starts his own faithful following which puts him in conflict with the ruling roman empire <laughs> uh it'll i don't have anything else to say about this i i'm i'm curious you know but this this feels like uh bait you know what i mean like they're looking to piss some people off so that people will go see this. Yeah. That's what this feels like to me. Um, that's kind of all I got to say about this one. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that all for the article? Is there any? No, dude, no. We're we're two in. <laughs> and how many total are there again? Oh, I don't know. We're just going to keep. Lot. Yeah, we're just going to keep going until okay. we're done. <laughs> um, we've talked about Argyle a little bit. That's February 2nd. I'm uh, curious about this, but I don't have a lot of hope. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's it. It doesn't look like a slam dunk. You know what I mean? Um, I, it. I just don't. I don't know. Um, no, I we'll agree. It, yeah. Matthew Vaughn's a really it's good. It's too close action. to January for me. Yeah, it, Matthew Vaughn's a really good action director, but this looks. This does not look like. It is marketed towards us, you know. It, it's got more rom com vibes to me, but I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. You know what I mean? I could go see this and be like, because I'm gonna go see it, um, and be be like, huh, all right, that was all right. You know, I, I I'll be. I think I'd be decently satisfied if that's what I walk away with, um, for something this early in the year in particular, um. Diablo Cody is coming back with uh, a new... I think she's just writing this. Uh, she wrote Juno and Jennifer's Body. Mm -hmm. You know, both of those are... I think Jennifer's Body at this point is a more of a cult classic than Juno is. Juno was really popular when it first came out. Uh, I think it was that was like 2007 or so. Um, right. Oscar buzz, like the whole deal. Um, but I don't, I don't know if it's held up. Uh, and then Jennifer's body out of nowhere, like a couple years ago, just had this crazy resurgence where all these people were talking it about did. it again, which was weird because when that came out, um, I saw that in theaters and uh, I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. And then nobody else was talking about it. And then it, it's weird how movies will do that, where they will go quiet for years and then this group of people will find that, find it for like the very first time and it becomes like a an instant classic for them. Um, anyway, it's it's her like take on Frankenstein. I I seen the trailer. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, this is um, Zelda Williams. This is her first directing role. Robin Williams' daughter. That's that's the other notable thing yep. about it. Um, no clue. I don't. I don't know. She. As far as I'm concerned, it's it. I mean, Diablo Cody's kind of hit or miss with her writing. Um. And I don't know how it's going to translate now because she used to be the only person doing like the quirky teenager thing. And now I feel like that's everything. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'll see. But uh, I don't know. It is everything. It's kind of like to. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Go ahead. Uh, I, yeah, I kind of feel you on that. It It's everywhere. And so like it's so saturated now that I don't know if this will stand out the way that her work did when she was doing stuff back in like the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, early to late 2000s. Um, okay, here's a good one for you. Um, they put Madam Web on this list of most anticipated movies of the year. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> February 14th. Oh, yeah. We're definitely watching that, too, by the way. <sighs> Fine. You know, I've seen two trailers with Sydney Sweeney in them now, and I'm convinced she's not a good actress. 
and I'm trying to, I'm well, we won't go into it, but she's not popular because of her acting. Okay. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Because okay. I think you know where I'm going I, with that. I think I know where Okay. <laughs> and I, I know, know the enough. troll room definitely does. But I know enough of, I've heard enough of, I've never, I haven't watched Euphoria. Neither have I. I've heard uh, enough of Euphoria, Euphoria to know where you're going with that. You don't have to actually watch that. You could see her in like a random commercial and you would be like, oh, she's not popular because of her acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a controversial opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I haven't really seen her in anything, so um, I just know she got really popular. She, yeah, Euphoria. She, she, she was. We covered that story about her family because, like, her her family is pretty. I think she's from Kentucky. Oh yeah, they're like Trump supporters or something. They're, yeah, or at least like some of them might be. And everyone was like pissed at her, and it's like. <laughs> What do you want me to do? You know, so it's like, yeah, it's like stuff like that. Of course, like, hey, oh, stop gosh. being stupid. Other but, people in my family have a different opinion than oh, me. How dare they? Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if we're gonna see it, gosh. All right, that gives me okay. That's fine. If you really yeah, want to see it, do. you listen. You better go see it. If I go see it, I I don't I don't want to go see this and you be like, oops. <laughs> Just text you be like, "Hey man, oh, did have to have the watch." Um, Dune Part Two, March first. Yeah, that, that will be a nice follow up. I wonder if there's any I'm looking TV forward shows to that. coming out in between this uh, to where oh February maybe we don't watch Madam Web. February. I'm still confused as to why Madam Web's even getting made. Like, why was that even? It's probably like Craven the Hunter, Madam Web. Like, they're too far cares? in production. They're too far in production at this point. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just turn you can't just turn turn ship. You know when you've when you've already had as much. Uh, well, we've seen they can with Batgirl, so yeah, but it wasn't as far along. Okay, there's like a there's a specific point to where a movie can basically be canned, but once you get past that threshold, it's pretty much got to come out. Um, it's going to be a bad year for superhero movies. I think it's going to be a worse year for superhero movies than it was last year, and that's probably not even like a revelation to anyone. Yeah, I think if there's one superhero movie, at least in the genre, that can save, I say save like the the genre this year. Yeah, I would say probably be the Joker movie. I'm curious, superhero, but it's in yeah comic book, comic book, you know, realm. So. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Dune Part 2. Uh, I do hope it's good. I hope they... It needs to be solid because it ruins the legacy of the first one if the second one sucks. Yep. So You gotta land it. Just look at uh, The Lord of the Rings. Um, the trilogy. Allegedly, a Roadhouse remake is coming out on March 21st. I don't really care. I just don't care. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like the first Roadhouse well enough, but like, I, I don't care. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, not the one for me. The American Society comes out on March twenty second. Are we gonna watch that? Oh, the American Society of what, David? Uh, the American Society of Magical People. <laughs> of magical people. What kind of people? David? <laughs> What's the full title? Uh, David? You know, you can say oh, it if you're so desperate clip. to know what it is. <laughs> All of a sudden, I just clip you saying the tie, just the just that last word. Oh, posted the social media. What is David thinking? I know. Um, this yeah, is coming that's out. Such a weirdest, the weirdest trailer and name for a movie. It's, I was like, guys, can't we go beyond that? I know it's a satire. Yeah, there had <sighs> well, so it's quote unquote. They're calling I'm just it a satire. Tired of all the, the race stuff because it's like who cares like, i know it's boring no, but who cares it's it was boring like 10 minutes after it started yeah. yeah um nobody's talking about this it doesn't seem like anybody's happy with it uh if you want to see something in this vein that's actually funnier uh key and peel did a sketch about this um because that character stereotype um if they had done this right it could have been really funny yeah, you know what I mean. It it could have. I think it's great as that whole satire and you know about you know making like white. Uh, if uh, help me make make sure I understand correctly, yeah. the movie is about how 
black people feel uncomfortable around white people. Is that correct? Uh, I that's uh, what the trailer kind of talks about, and then yeah. it's like, oh, there's a magical society that makes sure that is made a magical society that is made up of blacks that make and sure they have to assist and serve white people. Correct? Yeah, and it's like, and wait, I'm confused about this. <laughs> And he also spends his time chasing and falling in love with a white girl. With too. a white girl, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if she's like biracial, technically, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the weird thing about it. But like my my thing about it, and this is the pro this is the problem that I've got across the board with. Um, uh, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's that like white people feel uncomfortable around black people so they got to help them feel more comfortable or something i don't know it's weird either way yeah and it's the thing that bugs me about it is that it's not gonna be edgy at all and I, and and for me i'm thinking this could have been funny if they took like the tropic thunder approach to making this movie yes yeah where you like you just and i i miss this about um, like cinema and and just entertainment in general, that people aren't willing to just like step over certain lines or step on certain like uncomfortable things to make something really funny. Yeah, or even to make a really poignant film. And yeah, I and I don't know if funny, this topic like, is comedy. the one. This isn't the topic I think to do something poignant. I think this is the no. one where you make you you poke fun at something that used to be kind of like a standard writing trope that is really outdated, you know? Um, I can't remember what it was. You I think it was... Reverse, like, it'd been funny, too, if they would have done it more of, like, the reverse uh, Tropic Thunder, but instead of, like, you have, like, a black actor... Like, white, white face. Like, kind of like white chicks, but maybe... It, like yeah actually... like it, it's so funny like you used to get that like tropic thunder and white chicks and people would be able to just laugh hey it's a joke it's funny yeah you know let's you know but now you know well you can't yeah no you can't you can't and i and obviously those aren't just the only the only jokes in those or whatever but in that vein right like one of the it is really funny that robert downey jr is uh taking his method acting way too far Yes, that's that's the that's part of the joke of it. It's not that it's an okay thing, and people, most people, I think, understand that. There's like this small weird portion of the internet that gets mad about it, and then occasionally someone gets into that portion of the internet and gets mad about it all over again. Um, uh, and, but yeah, most people don't care. That, most people think it's funny. Yeah, and speaking of that, like, there were a few lines in "Leave the War Behind" on the racial thing that was like, eh. Shocker. But then there were other lines that as that was like were in character and it made sense and so that kind of mm. it, it made sense why it was kind of like people got upset but also at the same time that makes sense it's like eh, not that big a deal it's but, weird dude I, it's like it, it's it's like mo talks about it's like trauma-based entertainment yep where it's like y'all you gotta I mean, stop good at that yeah Obama's definitely good at that it's yeah it's no different than i think the um the like civil war stuff like that movie's trauma-based entertainment leave the world behind is trauma-based entertainment mm -hmm. um and it's it's just kind of there to put that sort of and, and not always activism but it, there's a mix of that in these things and it's just it's not done well and it's like nobody really cares you know you need to be able to have like broad sweeping concepts in these movies um mm -hmm. You know, like even something like V for Vendetta, it's definitely got, I, I, I won't say an agenda, <clears throat> but it's got a message and some stuff that it's trying to get across, but it does it in big sweeping strokes. Yes. It's it's not like a pointing at the audience and being like, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you <laughs> sitting in that chair. <laughs> um, And that's what I think that's part of the problem, too, is it's just like, oh, boy. Um, and then, you know, when American society bombs there's gonna be tons of articles that are just like it's your <laughs> fault um anyway how are we gonna be able to yeah i guess we just gotta title it um the magical society i'll just people. no i'll just i'll just censor it it's funny yeah uh, we could call could, could we call it the magic the american society of magical inwards do you think that's too racy for youtube 
I'll let you be the deciding factor that way. If uh, when it blows up, I'll just start tagging you on Twitter and everywhere else. Like, hey, Here's his he email. Made the decision. Um, this is his personal Gmail. Yeah, I think that's funny, but I, and that's the thing is like I don't know. I think that's humorous or whatever, but I don't know if everybody would want to. Or and and I don't know if YouTube would get pissed about that. <laughs> no, you just do the uh, magical society uh, or. What's it called again? The American Society of Magical. Society of Magical, and, and then you have the N, and then it's just asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Can I say, can I do ninjas? Is that? Nah, man, I think My it's, black you know, friend from, from high school said ninjas was okay, but that was also many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered that recently. She's yeah, like, I, she's like that's, yeah, that's fine. I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. Whatever. We can uh, talk about... When if we watch it and review it, we can just uh, talk about that. Be like, hey, how's it? How, how do white people title the review of this movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> hey, David, I got a question for you. Yes. Why are you trying to say the N word? We're trying to avoid it. He's just yeah, being a troll. He's just yeah. he's in the troll room. Leave the trolls to Trolling. troll. Uh, Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Thoughts? Uh, ooh, I didn't see the last one. I may see this one. Eh, the last one was, it was a movie, you know. Yeah, I'm just. It's really unoffend. It, it's for the most part the the previous Ghostbusters. I don't even remember what it was called. Let's see. Oh, Afterlife. Um, no. Afterlife was really unoffensive. That's about yeah. it. You know. We'll see. How about that? We'll see. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it's my cup of tea. You know. Um, we got Cod Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> Cross Kong, the New Empire, April twelfth. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll probably see that just so we can. It looks horrific. Yeah, but, it does know. not look good. Um, it's probably the same thing. Like with a lot of these movies, we'll probably go see so we can, you know, to have something to review. Just depends on if there's any other TV show <laughs> around. Um, number wise, you know. Yeah. Um, and I it'll be a good like, comparison to minus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely see Godzilla and uh, X Kong. I'm um, actually, you know, that if movie seems interesting to me. The concept behind it. Yeah, we're we're getting there. I'm pretty sure it's on this list. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, Rebel Moon Part Two: The Scar Giver, April nineteenth. I mean, now okay. this is after the alleged Snyder cut of Part One comes out. Yeah. I'm not going to be watching that Snyder cut of the part one. I I, don't care. I will report back um, if I bother to. I may forget, or we may have so much going on. It's not. I mean, I don't even know if it's going to be worth. It's. I don't even know if it's really going to be worth it. We've already talked about I part mean, one. We got yeah. part one. Uh, it's not like and, the director's cut is going to make it better. Yeah, and if it's if if he's just trying to make it edgier and add in like the the blood that he left out. It's gonna be weird. Like it might yeah. be one of those things where it's like, okay, let's like, I, I'm. It may even just be a let's scroll through so I can be like, oh, they, yeah, they added in blood effects here. It looks terrible, like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I, I, what are they gonna do? Add more exposition? Oh, you know. Of, yeah. Speaking of that, the CGI and the bricklayer was so bad. The CGI flames and blood and stuff. Anyway, yeah, it wasn't very good. Was. Um, Civil War comes out April twenty sixth. Um, I think Ooh. think we'll we'll have to that that's a probably a must. Um, so that when gives, does the Trump verdict come in? Does it come in before? Oh, it'll the be Civil no, War no, no, no. It'll be way after. Okay, it's like November. November, I think, is elect election. No, I'm talking about the Trump verdict, the oh. his trials. Cause oh, I don't know. I I don't, I don't know. know either. <laughs> Uh, Fall Guy looks interesting. That's May third. Yep. It's the uh, Ryan Gosling, um, Emily Blunt picture. Um, kind of looks like it'll just be fun. I'm not, you know, we're not looking at, you know, anything more than maybe a good time with that. Who knows though? Who knows, man? I I want to be. I I need to be surprised this year by a couple of these movies. That's just yeah, like I hope it's a good year for movies, you know. Yeah. I really this past year, twenty twenty three, was really terrible. Uh oh, here you go. If May seventeenth, 
John Krasinski directs and acts in a feature centering around uh, a young girl who can see imaginary friends and must help um, the ones that have been abandoned. So, could be interesting. We'll see. Hey, Whoopa. Hey, Whoopa. Good to see you. Um, Furiosa, May 24th. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a deciding factor. Do we see Furiosa? Or do we see Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? I'm thinking I'll probably choose Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, but it's really like... uh, Dude, they both don't look very good to me. No, they don't. Um, What's that saying? Two sides of the same coin? If if I may say, I feel like Furiosa, it will be better for numbers. Okay. If I was going to bet on one of the two doing better, I would say Furiosa. Okay. Well, maybe we go see Um, Furiosa. I do like what's her name in it. I can't remember her name. Uh, uh Anya Taylor Joy. Yes. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth's yes. in it as well. Um, who knows? Maybe it maybe, maybe, maybe it'll actually turn out to be all right. Um I'm sure it'll have plenty of the annoying tropes that we get now where the tiny woman is able to take on the man who's much bigger than her. I, dude, take all, on Brock Lesnar. Dude, all it takes is firearms to solve that. Yep. You know, I'll give the bricklayer that, that when Nina Dobrov uh, failed to shoot that one guy, he beat the crap out of her, <laughs> threw her through that like bookshelf and all that. I was like, dang. Um, that was pretty funny. Let's see. Allegedly, Ballerina, uh, John Wick spinoff comes out on June 7th. Um, this will feature Anna Dina Armas. Oh, well, I'll be going to see this then. Um, Yep, that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, who knows? It, it could be interesting. Maybe, listen, sometimes when you get away from the original thing and you do the spinoff and it, it comes from like a different place, uh, it has the potential to be interesting or... Maybe even better than some of the original entries. So, curious, and that's that's about it. That's kind of where I'm at right now, um, in all seriousness. Um, Inside Out two, I thought the first one was all right. I don't, I won't go see this in theaters. I don't, you know, Pixar's not, whatever. What it used to be. Yeah. Um, Bad Boys four. I don't, eh. you know, I don't think I ever saw the third one. Hmm. I've definitely seen one and two, um, but I never saw that one, huh? I may just pass us by. I feel like <laughs> we'll see. That's June fourteenth. Um, bike riders looked interesting, but I thought that was already out. But it, it, I guess that's not coming out until June. Maybe that's like the full release. Oh yeah. Um, prequel to a quiet place have you seen either of those what's that the first two quiet quiet place yeah yeah oh okay okay do yeah i guess we didn't review either of them though no we didn't okay um not that i remember i'd have to go back there we've reviewed so much but i don't think we did those maybe the second one those movies didn't hold up for me over time Mm. more the the second one's like kind of forgettable uh the first one didn't hold up for me long term okay. um, there's stuff I like about it but there's a lot of problems there's a lot of problems with it I like the first one the second one I just don't really remember that well um, so I guess that speaks to that ooh we have Twisters July 19th oh yeah <laughs> uh, I don't have any I, I don't care I don't the, the first one's not a memorable I have no nostalgia for Twister <laughs> We'll see. Um, Borderlands, August 9th, allegedly. This is an Eli Roth-directed feature. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis, Ariana Greenblatt. Uh, It's going to be that kind of movie. Haley Bennett, Edgar Ramirez. I I know a few of these people, but not all of them. It's going to be like Um, a slapstick comedy-type Dungeons & Dragons, but Borderlands. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Eli Roth's an interesting choice for that well don't worry Ooh. after Borderlands, we have alien romulus if that's next on your list it is yes 
<laughs> Gen Z alien. That's what this yeah. is. Yep. Um, and then the long anticipated Craven the Hunter that we've all been dying to see. Oh yeah, it's gonna bomb. Yeah. I've the trailer didn't look good. It you know. I don't. I don't know why. Uh, what's this guy's? Let's see. Someone thought that was a good. Aaron. I did the mate. What is the who's the guy that plays is playing Craven? What is his name? Oh, a- Aaron Taylor Johnson. He has a similar yeah. name to Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, Maybe he he was he was kickass, and he didn't yeah. want to he didn't want to do any more of those, but he wanted to make Craven the Hunter. I guess. Whatever. I was hearing there's a third one that's supposed to be shooting. Uh, a reboot, allegedly. Oh. That's the last thing I heard, which there's a lot of people that may, depending on what they do with that, they may not be happy with that. Now, if they do the originals, cool. Like, I would I would love even like a, like a mini, like short TV run for uh, the four trade paperbacks that they have. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, if they go with the sequel of that, there's going to be a lot of people that might be pissed off, even though it's canon. Yeah. Because um, someone else takes up the mantle of Kickass. Yeah. After Dave retires, um, so I'm kind of hoping they're not going to go in that direction. For one, it's weird to start there when there's like all of this history before before that happens. Um, you really should build up to him retiring from it and then someone taking over the mantle years later um but i don't know if they're gonna do that so we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see uh beetlejuice 2 another transformers are you kidding me no david transformers one <laughs> <laughs> you know we were all wondering the origin story Bruh. um hey maybe this will be the good one day saw 11 uh i'll wait for the efap on that transformers one I don't. Are we gonna actually see that in the movie theater? Is that gonna be the movie that we just see on our plane rides? I know. Uh, to be determined. To be determined. Yeah. Because uh, Joker. Jo- I'm just gonna call it Joker Two because I don't. Yeah. I don't want to have to say Fale Adieu all the time. <laughs> Joker Two, October fourth. For now, uh, yep. we'll see if it actually gets released. I'm actually looking forward to that movie. I'm interested to see. How I am. It's gonna be. I'm very, very curious about this one. Um, t- that now the original Joker is actually a movie that I have. Uh, has I've grown? I could say I've grown more fond of over time. The my the first time I saw it, I was not. I wasn't feeling it. Mm. Um, but second viewing. Thinking about it a little more over time. It's grown on me. Um, I actually should go back and watch it again. Uh, Possibly Venom 3, but I doubt that's happening. Uh, Who cares? Yeah, I don't care either. I guess the next big one would... What is Red 1? No, it doesn't. It's nothing. It's a nothing movie. Uh, Gladiator 2, November 22nd. We'll see. I will go see this. I have no... what, What is this? 24 years after the best picture... Gladiator left audiences entertained. Ridley Scott returns with the long uh, gestating sequel with Russell Crowe's Maximus Dead. The future feature will star Paul Meskel, who's playing Lucius, the son of Lucila. Uh, Other cast members in... I don't remember... Who is that? Who was Lucila? Connie Nelson? (laughs) I haven't seen Gladiator in a hot minute, dude. But we got um, the most anticipated movie of the year after Gladiator 2. Wicked? No. No, but I Untitled will, Karate I Kid go, movie? <laughs> I will be going to see uh, it, though. Wicked. Okay. Well, have fun. You can report back. I'll uh, be reporting. Boots on the ground report. Untitled Karate Kid movie? That's all you... I, I'm curious. I mean, I, I need to see trailers. I'll be seeing you know what I mean? War the Rehirum because they come out <clears throat> on the same day. Oh. And jumping ahead. Oh, gonna... is, that, is that not on here? Oh, it's the very it's last be... one. You're jumping ahead. You're jumping oh, ahead well, like six yeah. movies. I'm viewing the thumbnail. 
You have the dates on there. I assume they were like right after each other. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, no, that's that's not everything. That's that was just the best image that I could find, like a good gotcha. representation of a lot of this. Because we didn't even talk about Despicable Me Four. Um, nope. I right, don't. I can't stand. I can't stand the minions. I cannot stand them. They're so weird. I the only movie that needs to be made is one where someone is taking out all the minions. I'd go watch that. Dishonor. <laughs> um. Sonic 3, I haven't even seen the other two. Allegedly, we're getting a Mufasa prequel. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a good one. This might actually turn out to be something I want to see is the Nosferatu movie. Uh, Robert oh, yeah. Edgars, yeah. uh, Bill Scar- uh, Sarsgaard is going to play uh, Nosferatu, the, or like the title yeah. vampire. It does seem interesting. <clears throat> that could be really cool. It's got William Defoe in it, and whenever Robert Edgars puts William Defoe in a movie, it usually ends up being really interesting, so... Uh, if nothing else, he's probably going to give an interesting performance. Um, this is his follow-up to that all-white movie he made, The Northman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that controversy with that? Did it? I, I barely wrote Yeah, I, like kind of, but it's like, cool. All right, man. Um, so, yeah, that, that should be interesting. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the one that I guess you're looking forward to on December 13th. Lord of the Rings, The War of the Rohirrim. For your sake, I hope it's good. Yeah, I mean, I guess for my well, sake too, know. but mostly for your sake. Well, you know, I'm not holding my breath. I am hoping, you know. Yeah. Cautiously. And that's it. Optimistic. Cautiously yeah, optimistic. That's yeah, that's good. That's good timing. It, yeah. Good timing too. So, Nosferatu is <clears throat> probably top of my list right now for stuff coming out this year which sucks that it's not coming out till december if we're talking stuff that i'm 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 actually looking yeah. forward to it does um, that I'm most, joker uh, i'm just scanning back through this real quick oh and then say dune. A, a fall guy dune okay so there's like a handful yeah fall guy dune joker war the Rahiram. rebel moon of course godzilla versus <laughs> kong <laughs> the magical society <laughs> all right i guess that's that's all of them so uh thank you all did you have anything else you wanted to say before we close out no all right that's it well thank you all go so huskies much. go huskies thank you for listening to episode 158 of the underground um thank you all for uh subbing on youtube and talking with us um, thank you to all the trolls in the troll room. Uh, we love you guys, even if you drive us crazy sometimes. Um, yes, we will we be do. we'll be back next week with something. We may I might see the beekeeper. It's gonna be like a matinee if I do because I don't want to pay full price to go see oh, that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, thank you guys so much. And until next time, y'all take it easy. See ya.